How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Just Nobody's Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. And I'm your host, Daniel. And today we're doing a podcast. Woo! If you're new to the channel, please hit the subscribe button and also hit the like button. It's the one with the thumbs up. You hit the thumbs up. Life will be good for you. Happiness, love, yep. everything. Yep. You'll get you that did. date you've always wanted. <laughs> you'll get that food you always wanted. Uh, I don't know. Your dream meal is going to just appear from the sky. Yeah. At least Ryan did not smash the table. Smash the like button and the subscribe button. So that the little dog that's hiding behind the subscribe button oh, can get yeah. some food. You click it. Trust me. You click it. You see the little dog? He's like barking. <laughs> Help him out. Hit the like button. Subscribe button. Also, comment what you guys want us to talk about next week. As you guys can see throughout this video, we took your guys' suggestions from last week. And we're talking about it this week. So Also. All, sorry. Oh, oh, okay. Also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comment. There's two things different in this video. Okay. And there, there's two things different from last episode. Oh, Comment if you can figure out what it Easter is. There's Easter eggs. Yeah. There's two things different. Oh. Just, just putting it out there. Whoever can guess it, what do we yeah. give them? No, we'll pick one person that guesses it right, and we will send you the $20 gift card. Sure. <laughs> $20 gift card to iTunes or something. Yeah, something. Your choice. $20 gift card of your choice. You just have to be in the United States. If you can guess the two things that are different about this podcast this week, Easter egg. Uh, you will be entered in a chance to win $20. It could be later in the episode. It could be right now. Who knows? Who knows? Okay, so starting this episode off, I thought it's important to talk about The Flash. Oof. The Flash, for everyone that doesn't know, it's one of the... There's so much hype around it. Yes. I mean, we're not talking like Spider-Man No Way Home hype, but it is pretty darn close. Yeah. So, we know that The Flash, there's a lot of controversy. Ezra Miller went to jail. <laughs> He's... He's done some horrible things, and yet there's, he's still in the movie. Right, right. We also know that Michael Keaton, is Batman, is in the movie. Is in the movie. Along with Ben Affleck's Batman. Yes. So, CinemaCon is a convention where there's a lot of movies that are talked about, a lot of news is breaks out, announcements, Craven the Hunter trailer just released. Oh. And at this CinemaCon, uh -huh. they allowed certain guests that attended to see The Flash early. Right. It was an unfinished version. But it didn't have the post-credit scenes. Oh, wait. It didn't have the post-credit scene? No. Oh. So there's, that's still secret. Right. There's two post-credit scenes that they didn't see. Okay. But I thought we would discuss some of the reviews and some of the things that were going on with Ooh, yeah. people's opinions of the movie. Okay. What's your, like, what's your thoughts on the movie? I mean, according to the hype, okay, I have heard that this movie is perfect. That's what they say. They say it's perfect. Like, no changes. Nothing needs to be changed. It is perfect. So, like... For me, I'm like nervous now because it's like, is it, could it be really that good that you're saying it's perfect and it's a superhero movie? Right. Right. It's, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting how there's so many positive reviews. Yeah. So I also today want to discuss the negative reviews that I was oh, able to find. Okay. Yeah. So along with these negative reviews, there's also a YouTuber named John Campia. And whoever, oh. you guys know John Campia for the most part. It, he's like a, he's like really well known in like the yeah. film industry, entertainment. And he had the chance to see the movie early. And I believe, I don't know the exact quote, but uh -huh. he said that this is definitely not the greatest superhero movie of all time. Because oh. that's what people are saying. Yeah. He's saying it's, it's good. Yeah. It's fantastic, but it's not the, the best. best. Ah, interesting. So let's start off before we get into the negative reviews. Let's start off with the positive ones and see if there's any Easter eggs that we could find in these these reviews. Okay, so here we have Fandango's Eric Davis called the movie tremendous while praising it as being among the best superhero films mm. ever made. Wow. Leaving the movie in tears. Okay, here we go. This is the wow. exact review. DC The Flash is tremendous. Forget DC. 
It is without a doubt among the best superhero films ever made, an all-timer, inventive storytelling, fantastic action sequences, great cast, so many nerdy details, I'm in tears at the end, everything you want from a superhero film, and more. Wow. Okay, so that one, it's not saying it's the best. He's saying it's one of. One of the best. Amongst the greatest. Right. Let's move on to Brandon Davis from comicbook.com. Here we have, damn, the Flash is good. (laughs) It's super inventive, both visually and in concept. The dynamic of two Barry Allens is crazy well done. Emotions hit me intensely hard. Solid surprises. And it got me wanting to watch again. Really eager to see how they follow it. Well done. Wow. So, the one thing that we gather from both of those reviews is that there's surprises. Yes. So, we know that Michael Keaton's in the movie. Right. That was a big surprise when that was in the trailer. Right. So, if there's more surprises beyond that, there's got to be some big cameos. Right. All right. Moving on to Variety. Scott Mans. Let's see. The Flash is awesome. One of the very best DC movies. A perfect blend of action, heart, and humor. So many wow in caps and chill inducing <laughs> moments that longtime DC fans will love. Ezra wow. Miller in caps is superb. Wow. Twice actually. And Michael Keaton's still got it. Interesting. That's so, really good though that they say it'll really serve DC fans because that's what you ultimately want, right? right? You want it to serve the fans well. Yeah. I wonder, man. Can there be a Henry Cavill in there? Couldn't there? <laughs> like, who knows? Ooh. I mean, there's a lot of surprises. I do know that John Campia said that there is no Henry Cavill. Oh, okay. But. The movie isn't done. That is, oh, true. Right? You know? They saw an unfinished version. Right. And I, I just had this feeling that there's a chance that it can add some other things in that I didn't have in this version. Yeah. Collider, Stephen Wintraub. Here we go. The Flash is fantastic. I know Ezra Miller has made a, a lot of mistakes, but they are so good in this movie. Love Keaton, the action, humor, and emotion. Andy has created something special. Thumbs way up. Warner Brothers didn't show after credit scenes. Cool. Now, I did unfortunately on my tiktok no come across a leak no (laughs) apparently a guy says there's leaked the surprises in the movie Uh uh-huh now i will refrain from saying it yes just out of respect to everyone yeah but who knows if it's fake or real oh okay it's a tiktok we don't know right all right let's move on the rap Oof, the rap. Umberto Gonzalez. Sorry if I butchered your name. I'm sorry. Believe the hype. Christopher Nolan movies aside, The Flash is the greatest DC movie of the last 30 years that belongs in the same conversation as Superman 78 and Batman 89. The movie breaks incredible new ground in superhero cinema and honors DC lore of years past. Interesting. So he said aside from the Nolan films. Yeah. So that, guys, if you didn't understand that, basically that means every single Christopher, Christopher Nolan, Nolan and Christian Bale Batman yeah. does not count in terms of contending against this. Yeah. They're, they're in a whole other, <laughs> still like the best. Wow. Okay, here we go. Screen Rants, Rob Keys. I hope I said your name right too. Just watch The Flash at CinemaCon. It has some stuff in it you will not believe, and it Ooh. showcases much more of Barry Allen's powers. It is indeed one of DC's best and fits nicely as a bridge story between the old and the new DCEU franchises. It is also the funniest DC movie. Wow, funniest. Okay, that's saying a lot. Yeah, I feel like the trailer has, you know, there's a little quirks and little, you know, funny bits, but for the most part, it's been pretty serious. Yeah. Very dark. Wow, so it's got some humor. And apparently more humor than Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, you got to throw that into the mix, too. Yeah, because that's DC, and he's saying it's the funniest DC movie. 
Wow. Good point. Yeah. It's hard to say, right? Like what, right. what is this? There's also here we have it, another one, right? Where it says that there's things in this movie that you will not believe. Yeah. Wow. And that also goes along with a TikTok I saw. Right. That you will not believe these surprises that are in this movie. Oh, man. You will not believe it. So it's, I mean, gosh, that's just crazy that people are saying this movie is so perfect. Best superhero movie, right? And there's this many surprises. That must be so well done because to have so many surprises, sometimes it could seem like too much. Right. And it's hard to write that all in. Yeah, we know that this movie will involve alternate timelines, right. multiverse, right? So whenever you guys hear the word multiverse I and there's surprises, you obviously have to think variants or yeah. just superheroes popping up, celebrities that you really want to see. Right. But surprises mean there's cameos. Yeah. Or something crazy is going to happen. It makes sense, right, that it's cameos, though, because yeah. that's what I mean. No Way Home is what started that, like crazy like bring them back cameos and it was multiverse and it was multiverse okay let's move on to the next one slash films jenna has to say the flash is pretty good and it makes sense to me now why dc didn't shelve this one michael keaton is chef's kiss i didn't i did not realize how much i needed keaton's batman in my life again some really emotional moments here sasha callie is awesome i want to see more of her Ooh. So Supergirl looks like she's done an amazing job. All these, yes. it seems like everyone's saying she's done a great job. Next one, Daniel Howitt uh, from Next Best Pictures. The Flash is massively entertaining, extraordinary funny, um, but still has solid emotional stakes. It's one of the better multiverse movies out there. Tons of fun surprises. A genuinely superb superhero movie. One of the best in a long time. Very, very satisfying. Wow. So these reviews... It's looking pretty, it's looking up. It's looking up. Yeah. Definitely, it seems to me that people that are watching this movie, uh-huh. for the most part, have the same, yeah. you know, feelings towards it. Right. right. They all feel like it's very satisfying, very fun, very funny. Yeah. A lot of surprises. One of the best DC movies. Besides the Christopher Nolan movies. Besides the Christopher Nolan Okay, movies. now this is where we're going to get into the territory of all the bad reviews, Ooh. okay? This is what everyone wants to hear. Yeah, this is the interesting part. Okay, here we go. The Anklers, Jeff Snyder. Okay, this is what he has to say. The Flash. First hour is pretty fantastic. Strikes the perfect tone. Ezra is great, heroic, funny, emotional. The last hour is mostly, in caps, terrible. Wow. Just an utter mess that'll leave you asking questions. What the hell is going on? Oh, my Fan service and DC villain problems strike again. Mixed bag overall. Wow. That is brutal. Wow. Brutal. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That is rough. Fan service does mean, though, there's going to be some, like, cool moments that fans are going to like. Right, right. This guy obviously not having it, but... Wow. Look, at, he says Ezra's great, heroic, funny, emotional. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he had a completely negative review. It was like some of it was good, some of it was bad. Right, and if you think about it, it's a multiverse movie, right? Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of questions to be asked. Very true. The next one is from Variety, another person. Rebecca Rubin says, The Flash is not one of the greatest superhero movies ever. Mm. Parts are funny and fun, but I was completely exhausted by the second hour. It took me at least five minutes to recognize Michael Keaton, though, so do with that what you will. Interesting. So this person also is saying that other hour. But she's basically saying she's not really a superhero fan, obviously. If she doesn't right. recognize Michael Keaton? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, get out of here. Like, that's that's pretty big. 
She's at least being honest, though. Yeah. All right, next one. Here we have another variety. Katsy Steven. Um, here we have The Flash is an ambitious movie with very little to actually say, packed with cliches and far longer than it needs to be. It shares themes with some similar titles, but does it execute nearly as well? A far cry from the best superhero movie of all time. Mm. I mean, oh. Is there, is, uh, let's, see, let's hear another negative one. Discussing films. Discussing films, okay. Andrew Salazar. The Flash manages to deliver glorious high thrills. Andy captures what many of us have always dreamed for a cinematic Flash story, but there's also plenty of just bizarre decisions. Hmm. Some story-related and other technical, not amazing, but still pretty good at times. Wow. Okay, so not saying it's horrible, just saying there's some things that are very, like, crazy. Yeah, let's just get one thing straight, okay? A lot of these reviewers, I feel this is what's going on. They know that everyone outside in, like, the real world thinks The Flash is one of the greatest films because everyone's saying it's one of the greatest, right? Right. So automatically, as a reviewer, you have to go in and be like, okay, I have to make sure people's reaction to the movie, like, or what they're hearing Uh is legit, right? Right. So when you hear it's the greatest film of all time, you're going in trying to review the greatest film of all time. Right. Right. And when it's not touching that, you have to be honest. Very true. So I have to give it to The Flash, though. Think about this. If no one said it was the greatest superhero film of all time, Uh people's reviews will be a lot less the negative ones, yeah, would, would be, be a lot less harsh. Right. Yeah. Because they would be like, oh, this is a great film. Right. Right. They don't need to talk about the best of all time. Exactly. So it's because of the hype. Yeah. It is because of the hype. But the fact is, is that with all this hype and all these, you know, scandals around this movie, there's still so many positive reviews yeah. saying that it's one of the best superheroes of all time. Right. Superhero right. films. I think, I think it's going to be very, very good. Very, very, very good. I think, you know what? I think we'll all leave thinking that it's one of the best superhero films of all time. Yes, yes, 100%. What do you got to do? Go off of three critics? One critic didn't even know who Michael Keaton was. (laughs) You can't go off of that one. That is true. So let us know your thoughts. What do you guys think about The Flash? What is your feelings towards Ezra Miller? Is it going to be the greatest film of all time? We don't know. Let us know in the comments. We'll see you in June. Yeah. But moving on. I think it's time for some verses, but this time it's technically not verses, but it's would you rathers. Ooh, would you rather the game that will get people in trouble? Yes. So these are actually polls that are taken. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to ask you the question and I want you to guess which one you think is the most popular option. Okay. Okay. But then I want you to also give your option. Okay. Okay. So the first one, which power would you rather have? Invisibility. Okay. Super strength. Flight, teleportation, mind reading, or underwater breathing? Now, which one do you think was the most popular out of all those? Invisibility. No. Flying. No. Teleportation? Teleportation. So this is the order it goes, okay? Teleportation, number one. Mind reading, number two. Okay. Invisibility, number three. Flight, number four. Super strength, number five. Underwater breathing, six. Yeah, who needs underwater breathing? Yeah, that one is like... Come on. I think invisibility and mind reading would get you the most in life. Yeah. I think mind reading would be pretty crazy, pretty powerful. Yeah. Especially, can you imagine playing poker and you just like read everyone's mind? Oh my gosh. You'd be, you'd be a millionaire. Yeah. Okay. The next one. Would you rather earn $1 for every step you take 
okay or a hundred dollars every two hours now what do you think was the most popular opinion on this one they probably would say the hundred dollars because they think it's more no most people picked a oh. dollar for every step oh you good you could definitely well you hear me out here yeah yeah, yeah. Like, what qualifies as a step? You could, I could be, like, stepping right now, and that could be making me money. That is true. Like, me going like this. <laughs> that is fast. You didn't even see me move my leg. that is fast. <laughs> <laughs> I made 50 bucks right there. I would go with the steps. You would. Why not? Because, uh, yeah, I guess, right? Because when you think about it, $100 every two hours, that's just... A hundred steps every two hours. You could do that easy. Well, especially if you're doing my strategy where I'm just kind of moving my legs. Like right. This. Yeah, that's true. You need some money just. <laughs> <laughs> All right, move on to the next one. For everyone listening, Ryan stomping his feet in his chair. <laughs> okay. Would you rather get $1 million now or get $10,000 every month for the next 10 years? $10,000 a month for the next 10 years. Okay, let's just play this out, okay? Yeah. Obviously, $10,000 a month would get you $120,000 a year. Right. So you'll get more over a span of 10 years. Very true. But, but do you want a million now or do you want to wait 10 years to get your million? Are we paying taxes on this or are you just no, get it? Money? No. Gosh. Mm. That is tough. What do you think the popular opinion was? A million? 10000 a month. Really? Yeah. 10000 a month. Okay, let me say this. If we're not paying taxes... You could, right? If you're not, taxes doesn't matter. Oh, okay. I'm just saying, like, if you're paying taxes okay. on a million, it goes down to, like, 600000 I just thought that was funny that you were thinking about, like, if we're not paying taxes on it. Um, gosh. You know what? I'm going to take the smart decision. I think 10000 a month. Yes. Right? But, that is the smart but way to go. But I do feel like if you gave me a million dollars today, I could make that turn into more. Really? Yeah. Compared to 10000 a month? Now, for me, okay. I would like to take the 10000 a month. Because technically, if I live 20 more years, I would be richer than just having the million. Oh, wait. How many years are we doing this? 20 years? No, no, no. It, say, say it, it's as long as you live. You get $10,000 a month for as long as you live? Yeah, it's not saying a time. Oh, I, I thought you said it was Oh, for the next 10 years. You're yeah. right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Bro. That is true. You know what? Screw it. Yeah, it does make but sense to get 10000 a month. You'll get more money. you get more money. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Would you rather earn one penny every time you took a step or one dollar every time you jumped? That's tough. Yeah. I mean, there we go again. What qualifies a jump? A jump could be like a skip. <laughs> Am I but right? You, both feet have to be off the ground. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I'd do a skip. I'd do, a, I'd do the jump. You'd do the jump. Think about this. You just kind of... You know? <laughs> it would... It would take a hundred steps to just make one dollar. So yeah, I unless think... you're doing my strategy, <laughs> unless you're doing Ryan's little stomping in his chair strategy. Okay, okay. Would you rather lose? Okay, say this is a sports situation. You're, okay. you're playing your favorite sport. You're in a very, very competitive situation. Okay, this okay. is like I got all it. the mar- okay. I got it. You got very it. Very important. Got it. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So would you rather lose knowing? You played your best game. Like, this was the best you've ever played, and someone outbeat you. Okay. Right? Or would you rather win, but know you played absolutely horrible? Like, this was, like, the worst performance you ever put on. The popular answer was probably win, right? Yes. By very little. Very little. 
Okay. Like, it is 49% versus 51%. Well, if you're saying that this moment is a defining moment of your life and this, the results of this game uh-huh. will define your career, yeah. like, life or death, obviously, you'd rather win. You would rather win. Right. Now, no one wants to not perform well. Yeah. But if this game is that important, you need to just win. So Regardless I how you do it. Yeah, right? just win. What if it's just like a, every ne- like, it's just like a regular competition? Like, it's not career-defining. It's just like a competition. I'd rather win uh-huh. and learn from my mistakes. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I, don't think I would want to lose knowing I played good. I'd, I'd always rather win. That just makes the most sense. Yeah, right? I mean, who would like to lose? I mean, I don't know. I get it, though. I don't want to be, like, not performing. But anyways, move on to the next one. Okay, so the next one, the last one. It says, would you rather have regeneration or healing powers? Now, they give a little description on what each one is, okay? okay? Regeneration allows you to perfectly heal only yourself of every wound, disease, missing limb, etc., which makes you pretty much immortal. Healing allows you to heal yourself and others of almost all wounds, but you can't regenerate yours or someone else's limbs, head, etc. But you can heal from illness? You can heal from illness, right? And you can heal others from illness, okay? right? But say someone, like, gets their head cut off. You can't save them. I'd rather heal. Yeah. That was the popular vote. Yeah, because you lose a limb, right? Yeah. It's all right to replace the limb, but you want to, like, protect infection or something. Yeah. And you could also protect others. Yeah. Healing all the way. Bullet Bullet wound? You get healed because, right? You get healed. Because that's not an amputation. Right. Very good. Comment what you guys have thought about this segment. If you guys feel those answers were incorrect or you think I'm crazy, let us know. Also, I saw this crazy news article, okay? On CNN, they posted this, okay? Okay. It's titled, New Research Suggests That French Fries May Be Linked to Depression. No, the Happy Meals no longer happy. So this is what they found. They said frequent consumption of fried foods was linked to depression. Now, they said especially fried potatoes Wow, linked to higher risk of depression. Them so, potatoes. Man, that made me kind of rethink how many McDonald's fries I've eaten. <sighs> don't, even, don't even remind us. Don't remind the people at home right now eating their... <laughs> they might be eating a potato right now. A French fry. Yeah, I just thought that was so crazy. It is. It's sad, but I mean, hey. Yeah. That fried potato. Don't be. French eating fries that. are definitely not healthy. No, it's not. Yeah. So you see them put in the oil. Yeah. And I mean, McDonald's does. But that's what makes it golden crisp. <laughs> makes it good. <laughs> okay, we interrupt this podcast to thank our sponsor, Fitbod. Yes, let's get fit. So we have said that this year our New Year's resolution was going to be to work out more, and thanks to Fitbod. We have been able to stay on that New Year's resolution. We are that much closer looking like Ryan Reynolds. But Fitbot also hasn't just been helping us with the New Year's resolution. It is helping us get ready for summer. Because everybody wants that summer body. And Fitbot is the app that will get you there. And there's still enough time till summer to get that body looking right. So the Fitbot app is truly one of a kind because it's using AI technology to make workout plans specific for you. So I have my own workout plan and Ryan has his own workout plan and it's catered to our goals and our body types. It's so good that the app knows how to cater workouts towards your body type so you're not doing pointless things for no reason. It actually knows how to benefit you the most. Yeah, and FitBody is literally the best way to take your fitness to the next level because it helps you stay accountable, but it also doesn't get boring. We all know like workouts could get boring because you do the same thing over and over and over again. 
but FitBod will actually change it up so you don't do the same thing every time. It is really neat how I'm not doing the same thing every day. It makes me want to work out because I'm excited to see what's new. Yeah, and what's so great about FitBod is all you have to do is put in your fitness goals and the equipment you have or don't have and it'll actually build a workout based on what you have. And another thing that's so great about FitBot is you could literally be anywhere. You could be in your living room, you could be in your gym, you could be anywhere and do these workouts. And one of the biggest things that's so great about FitBot is it costs so much less than actually paying for a single session with a personal trainer. Like it is significantly less money. There's literally no better time to level up your fitness habits. So try FitBot today and get 25% off your subscription or try the app for free at fitbot.me slash nobodies. That's F-I-T. BOD.me slash nobodies. Let's get back to the podcast. So something I saw this week that was actually really scary for me, me specifically, like really scary for me. What's so scary for you? So expert health researchers have now made a model of what gamers will look like in 20 years if they don't change their gaming habits and they call the model Michael. So look at this picture. Oh my gosh. So the researchers that made this model looked over reports of the World Health Organizations of what are the effects of the gamer lifestyle. And they said that this is what they'll have. They'll have like an indent in their head because of long hours of wearing their headset. Honestly, I feel like gamers already have the dents in their head. Like even you sometimes will have the dent. Yeah, and they said gamers will actually start to have extreme hair loss because of all the lack of vitamin D from staying inside for so long. And they'll also have this thing called PlayStation thumb, which is actually a real nail disease from clicking on your keyboard or like clicking a thumbstick too much but also they'll have this thing called trigger finger where it's like you injure the tendons in your thumb and your middle finger because you're clicking the trigger on a controller too much only real gamers know what trigger finger is yeah and the researchers found that gamers will have like super bloodshot eyes from looking at the screen for so long so their eyes will almost be like red gamers are so doomed if this is what they're gonna look like it's kind of freaky right because it's so bad it's so drastic this is like an alien yeah it's bad i mean remember when you talked about mindy the, yeah. that model that's just from using the cell phone right yeah but it's also like that, you see the hunched back, right? Yeah. You see like the messed up wrist. But for everyone that's watching the podcast or listening to the podcast right now, I want you to look it like at your like reflection in the mirror. Do yeah. you have this like kind of like a little, what do you call that? Like curve in your neck? Yeah. Because like from all like being hunched over. I kind of have that. I feel like I have it too. Yeah. So I'm always trying to remind myself to like get like higher up and shoulders back. Yeah. Because I could see how if you're always like this you can slowly start to develop the curve. Dude, posture is a scary thing. Posture is your way to healthy ways of life. Yeah. Or it could be the reason why you decline. Okay, if you really look at this picture, okay, this looks really bad. No, it does, 100%. I Never in my life would I ever wish that upon anyone. Right. It just looks like you've just been like mutilated. Okay, I also wanted to show you this like crazy thing. This is super insane. So this is honestly one of the craziest optical illusions I've ever seen. So if you look at this picture, right you okay. see the numbers zero three right, right? do you see three. the number zero three yeah so now turn it upside down okay now i see two zero right so you see something different now okay now turn it back but turn it slowly okay so if you turn it slowly you see it change oh my god you gosh. see it change right in front of your eyes wait what the heck right it went back to zero three it's so weird because it changes right in front of you but once you see one you can't see the other turn it slowly and then boom it switches right away to two zero yes dude that is so trippy so everyone has to like turn their phone yeah it's weird how you see it change you can literally see the number go from zero three to two, two zero, zero right but you can see how there's like a moment where all of a sudden it just turns changes yeah and that's what's so crazy it's kind of freaky like i get optical illusions are supposed to do that like yeah. trip you out but i've never seen one where it changes right in front of me like that that was really bizarre yeah because you control it you know what i mean it's almost like 
there's probably some crazy optical illusions out there where it really messes up with your brain. Oh, that yeah. really screwed up my eyes. I was like, <laughs> thinking I'm crazy. So another thing from this week, I didn't bring a scary story. I brought a haunted game. Oh gosh, those those are honestly the worst because like there's too many people that play the game and it's not good. You literally are leading people. You're you're warning people not to play the game. Yeah, but there's people that have played these. That have ruined their lives. So there's this game that's apparently one of the most dangerous games to play with your friends. And it's called Sarah Sarita, who are actually two little girls who actually got murdered. And people say a lot of the kids that actually played this game ended up in mental asylums. What kind of game sends kids to a mental asylum? So all you need to play this game is two coins and a friend. And you both sit in front of each other and you say, Sarah Sarita, can I enter your game? And you both flip the coins. And if both of the coins land on heads, that means yes. But if it's tails, it means no. And if they're both different, it means maybe. But if you get yes, you could start to ask Sarah and Sarita yes or no questions. And by flipping the coin, that's how you get your answers. So basically heads is yes and tails is no. Right, but exiting the game is actually really hard. Like people have said this is the hardest game to exit. Because what you have to do is you have to sit in front of your friend again and you have to both say, Sarah, Sarita, can I exit your game? And you have to both flip the coins and get heads. But there's actually a group of kids that didn't end the game right. And what happened was they started to notice things around the house that were like super weird. Like some things would move and some things would be out of place. But then as the days went on, stuff started to get more and more violent. Like they would see like a window crack or something like that. Like something would smash in the house. And one night, one of the girls saw that like one of the light bulbs just shattered out of nowhere. So they didn't know what was going on. But one of the girls decided, they said, I need to ask if we're still in the game. So they said, Sarah Sarita, am I still in your game? And they flipped the coin and it said heads. So they were still in the game the entire time. And if they would have kept going, they might've died. It's so scary. I mean, I just know. I don't know if I've ever told you this, but like I had a friend of mine yeah. that kind of played something similar. What? So we were like in seventh grade, and he would like say that whenever he go to his house, yeah. right, he noticed that a light would flicker after what? he played. He played this game. I don't know what it was called. Okay, okay. But he okay. played a game. He would go home after. Ever since the game, he played in the living room. Yeah. The light would flicker in the living room. What? And then one day he's like, "Man, I wonder if it was from playing that game all the time." Yeah. So he goes to his living room. And the light starts flickering again. Okay. And one day, apparently the bulb blew up. What? Just shattered. Hang on a second. What game was this guy playing? I have no idea, but I always thought he was lying. Yeah. So one day I saw him and his mom and I was like, hey, like, I won't say his name, but said like, so-and-so told me that, you know, the light bulb just blew up in your house. Right. And she said, yeah, they had to replace the carpet because all the fiberglass is shot everywhere. What the heck? Like from the light bulb. Dude, that's freaky. Yeah. And obviously... He didn't grab the light bulb himself and smashed it and like right. dropped it. Right. But the fact is, like, the light bulb blew up, literally shot fiberglass, all the glass everywhere in the house. They had carpet that replaced the whole carpet. And it's because he was playing that game. Yeah. And then what was weird is that they would put a new light bulb in. Yeah. A new one. Yeah. So it's not like there's anything wrong. Don't tell me. started flickering still. Are you serious? Yeah. That's why you don't mess with these games, man. I know. Isn't that weird, though? Yeah. That the thing blew up. That's freaky. I don't know. I, like, don't know what, I don't know if they got rid of the lamp. Yeah. But I think, I think they still have it. Oh, my. So we got to try to get that on the podcast. Oh, my gosh. This game, the Sarah Sarita game. Yeah. They compare it to, remember that game, Charlie Charlie? Uh, I don't remember. Okay, so it was like a piece of paper, and okay. you put like the pencils. Like you put a pencil, and you put another pencil on top of it. Yeah. And you say like, you ask Charlie like a question, like a yes or no question. Okay. Like, are you having a good day? Yeah. And like the pencil would move. Oh, how weird. Like it's almost like a um, spinner. Yeah. But it would move with like nobody touching it. So you'd be like, Charlie, Charlie. Don't even talk yeah. about that. Okay. <laughs>
gosh, that's crazy. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my god. This is like another version of that game. Don't play it. Don't, Don't play, play it. it. Yeah. Okay, so last week or a couple weeks ago, I talked about how certain sounds can tell how healthy your ears are. Oh, right? Yeah, because yeah. depending on the frequency, you know, if it's high or low, right. only good ears can hear really high frequencies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do they call it? Like the mosquito noise or like the dog? The dog frequency? Yeah, like the old cell phone ringtone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so listen to this sound, and depending on what sound you hear, it will actually tell if your brain is actually strong or weak. Brainstorm. Brainstorm. I only hear brainstorm. Okay, so there's actually two sounds that you can hear. You can hear brainstorm or green needle. And if you can hear green needle, your brain is actually a lot smarter and a lot stronger than you think. So since the quality of the sound is not very good to begin with, your brain has to take over and figure out what sound it wants to hear. So if your brain is actually strong, it will literally change what the sound is depending on what you see. So my brain should be able to change it to green needle. Yeah, because most people can literally change the sound depending on what word they look at and it, their brain is able to switch the sound in their head. Okay, let me try it again then. Whoa. Yeah, so depending on what word you see, it tells your brain like, oh, I want to see green needle. Or I want to hear green needle. Weird. Or I want to hear brainstorm. So yeah, if your brain is strong and healthy, it should be able to switch, but some people's brains can't. That's kind of weird. So there's a crazy Ant-Man Quantumania theory about Captain America because we see Kang talking to Scott and he literally tells Scott that he's killed many Avengers before, but he can't remember what Avenger Scott is. Right. But Kang asks Scott, are you the one with the hammer? And Scott says, no, that's Thor. But there's a theory that Kang was actually talking about Captain America Steve Rogers because we see at the end of Endgame, Captain America is wearing a quantum suit that looks very similar to Ant-Man's suit. And he's holding Molinear while he has the stones. And we know that Steve is going back in time to put the stones back in their correct timelines to fix all the timelines. So it could make sense that one of the alternate timelines where Steve goes back in time, he actually fails and runs into Kang and Kang kills him. Because maybe Kang was trying to stop him from fixing the timelines because he doesn't want that to happen. It is kind of weird how Kang mistakes Ant-Man for Thor. It does make sense that he would confuse Scott with Steve Rogers because literally the quantum suit is literally an Ant-Man suit with a hammer. In my opinion, it makes more sense to mistake Ant-Man for Steve instead of Thor. Yeah, I mean, look at Thor, right? The guy's huge. And look at Thor's costume, right? Right. Thor's suit is way different. Yeah. Right? When you look at Steve Rogers' suit and Ant-Man, it looks more similar. Exactly. And so when they're wearing the quantum suit, it's Fat Thor. Right. It's not Fit Thor. Exactly. So it wouldn't make sense to mistake Ant-Man for Fat Thor. So my whole thing is, I wonder if this, that that line, yeah. right, sets up a potential Disney Plus series where Steve Rogers goes back uh -huh. and he encounters a variant of, Thor of Kang. Yeah, possibly. Because when you think about it, the quantum suit is Ant-Man's suit. It really is. It's just different colors. Because it allows them to shrink down. Exactly, and go quantum. Yeah. That's what his suit allows him to do. All right, guys, if you made it this far in the podcast, thank you so much for watching. Like I said, smash that subscribe button, hit the like button, let the dog go let it be free <laughs> all right click it let him go to his home yes also if you guys were able to spot the two things that were different this week yeah in this video you'll have a chance to win a 20 dollars gift card of your choice but i'm sure there will be multiple people getting it right yeah so i'm really curious because it is kind of hard it is and it is gonna see who really is yeah. a true just the nobody supporter <laughs> comment what you guys want us to talk about next week and we'll see you guys tomorrow on TikTok. And we'll see you guys next Saturday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. We'll see you on the TikTok. God bless you guys. See ya. Love ya.